Support for Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio is made possible by M&M Printing and the Observer News of Ruskin. Hello and welcome to this edition of Veterans Corner Radio, information for and about veterans. For this episode, Bill Hodges welcomes Thomas Hines, newly promoted Assistant Chief for Health Administration at the James A. Haley VA Hospital in Tampa. Would it surprise you to learn that not all veterans get VA medical coverage? Thomas Hines is an expert working at the VA who knows what it takes to get coverage. It can depend upon your years of service, where you served, how you served, when you were deployed, how much money you make as a family, and a hundred other variables. The takeaway from this interview is that you, if you are a veteran, should not disqualify yourself by not trying for coverage. The VA staff is ready and willing to discuss your current condition and evaluate your eligibility for coverage. Thomas points out that the rules are changing constantly, and just recently with the passage of the Blue Water Bill in Congress, many sailors are now eligible that a year ago were not. This podcast will demonstrate how you can apply. Here now is Bill Hodges with Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio. Welcome to Veterans Corner, a show dedicated to providing information to all those who have served our country's military and to their families. Now, here is your host, newspaper columnist, management trainer, and Air Force veteran, Bill Hodges. Hi, I am Bill Hodges, and this is Veterans Corner. And with every Veterans Corner, we suggest that you have a pencil and paper ready, because there will be some things you're going to want to write down and keep a record of. Although, keep in mind, All of these broadcasts are going to be, at some point or another, in the library of the podcast, Veterans Corner Radio. So you can go back and check things whenever you need to. Also, if you have a family member or someone else, have them listen in also, because an extra set of years doesn't hurt at all. Today's guest is a great guy, somebody that's been with me a number of times and just has every answer that you can even imagine when it comes to eligibility for VA benefits. Thomas Hines. Thomas, so happy to have you with us. Thanks for having me. Good afternoon. You got a brand new title, is that correct? Uh, Yes, Uh, I am the Assistant Chief for Health Administration here at the James A. Haley VA. Well, I think they did a really good thing in doing that, and I suspect you're training whoever's taking over eligibility to be just as smart as you are on it. Oh, exactly. It's a never-ending process, but uh, we'll be ready. Let's talk about eligibility. You know, a lot of people believe that if one served in the military, they automatically get to go to the VA, and that's so far from the truth. But there are so many different things or steps or qualifications, and we know we won't get through them all today, but let's talk about the primary things that you face as an eligibility officer with people coming in? Unfortunately, everyone that served in the military is not eligible for VA healthcare. We have a number of veterans that come in and we have a number of veterans who are retired um, who think they are eligible, but they're not. To be eligible for VA eligibility, there are certain criteria that a veteran must meet. And I'm gonna talk about each one a little bit. 
the first criterion is the veteran must have the correct type discharge. Now, a veteran must have an honorable discharge, that's the first part, or a general discharge. However, just because a veteran has a dishonorable or other than honorable discharge does not automatically exclude that veteran from VA care. What that means is we have to take a look. So we don't want veterans just because they have a bad conduct discharge or something like that one, or bad paper that uh, you, you'll hear in the news a lot, to not to come to VA. Come to the VA and let us look at the type of discharge to determine if you're eligible. Thomas, that's a really good point for this whole broadcast. Never assume that you cannot get benefits given anything we say today. You should automatically go ahead and apply anyway, correct? Exactly. And that's what I want to talk about next, how to apply for benefits. And, and right now during COVID, I know we're not doing walk-in, but real quickly, I want to go over the different methods that a person can enroll in VA care. The first method is online. With COVID, a lot of things are closed, but that doesn't mean that a veteran who has never been seen at the VA can't enroll in healthcare and get a primary care. So the first method is you can enroll online. The way to enroll online is to go to va.gov and go through the process. It can be done online. And on that page, there's a lot of stuff on va.gov. Where does one go when they get to that first page? If you go to the first page, then scroll down, it'll say something to the effect of, do you want to enroll in VA healthcare? Okay. And you press that button, and then you just follow the instructions. All right. So they can do it online? Yeah. The next method is over the phone. They can call 877-222-8387. I'll repeat that. That goes to the Health Eligibility Center. And that number is 877-222-8387. And that's a national number. Anybody can call it from anywhere in the country. Exactly. That's a national number. There's someone at that number from 08 to 2000 Eastern Time. Okay. And the last method is actually by mail. A veteran can send the application here to James A. Haley. Just mail us the application. So those are the methods that a veteran can actually enroll in healthcare. And actually, I've I forgotten one. Um, they can actually fax us their application also. They can fax us the, their DD-214 and the 1010 easy form. And I want to give the fax number to the eligibility department. Their fax number is 813-978-5971. Want to do that one more time? Yes. 813-978-5971. 5971. So that's another way that we can actually get a veteran enrolled without coming to James A. Haley. Now, normally, without the COVID virus and all the things we're doing there, people would be able to come directly to your office in James A. Haley or any of the hospitals, not necessarily there, but any of VA hospitals, correct? Exactly. Uh, normally, a veteran can walk into the Sohai Clinic James A. Haley, the primary care annex, or any of our C-boxes and enroll. However, due to COVID, we're not doing in-person enrollments. However, we will still, you know, talk to veterans on the phone, fax, and get all that, uh, get their information so we can get those individuals enrolled and get them the care that they need. What is the number of your office there at James A. Haley? Oh, thank you. I almost forgot that one. If you want to call up here to James A. Haley, 
Our number is 813-972-2000, extension 1710. And you'll repeat that, please? Yep. 813-972-2000, extension 1710. And that's the main hospital number. By the way, just as a you do not have to wait for the long message. As soon as you get the, the operator on the line or you get the message, you can dial that extension right in right then, and it'll take you right to that office without having to listen to if you need emergency help, all those sort of things, right? That is correct. Just go ahead and press 1710. It'll take you right to the enrollment section. So a couple of things that we want to talk about, the minimum requirement for a veteran to be eligible for health care. Just real quick, to be eligible for VA health care, we talked about having the type of discharge. Uh, the next thing is having the minimum time in service. If you served in the military, basically after 1980, you need 24 consecutive months. 24. After 1980, 24. Prior to 1980, you need one day. Big difference. It's a huge difference. And again, if a veteran served after 1980 and they had uh, less than 24 months, the answer is not automatically no. Call the VA. Talk to us. There's a lot of ifs, ands, or buts that we need to look at to determine if a veteran is eligible. Now, these are the basic criteria, but once we get into it, there's a lot of idiosyncrasies to each enrollment process. That's why it's important that people don't say, well, I guess I don't qualify. They need to go in or to talk with somebody like yourself to share with them what they're doing and what their situation is. Exactly. And, and the thing is, Bill, just because a veteran was ineligible for VA health care two years ago does not mean that they're still ineligible for VA health care. If a veteran is service-connected, regardless of their income, they're going to be eligible for VA care. However, if a veteran is not service-connected, and when I say service-connected, what I mean is the veteran has an injury or a condition that occurred while they were in active duty. For example, if I had that young infantryman doing a lot of rope marches, and then they have orthopedic issues later on in life, they may be entitled to a service connection. They'll go through the VBA and get rated. Regardless of that uh, rating, if they're over 10%, they'll be eligible regardless of what their income is. Now, if the individual does not have a service connection, we're going to look at where did they serve at. If you served in Vietnam, Camp Lejeune, you're going to be eligible no matter what, regardless of what your income. But if you, don't, if you did not meet a special criteria, your eligibility for VA healthcare may be determined based on your income. And that's during certain periods of time at Camp Lejeune, correct? That's during certain periods of time, but we really need to look at it. And just like, you know, when we talked about when I talked about Vietnam, we need to look at when you're in Vietnam. If you're in the Navy, if you're in Army or another service, you have boots on the ground, you know, you'll be eligible no matter what. As long as it's documented, you're 214. If it's not, we need to do some research. But if you were in the Navy or the Coast Guard, and you were on a ship submarine in the waters of Vietnam during a particular time, we need to look at that one because you may be eligible. And remember, this is a new change. A couple of years ago, a lot of people didn't understand blue water. Now we have specific criteria. So if you can tell us the ship, well, we can look on the DD-214 DD and find the ship and find the time frame, and we can determine if that individual is eligible for VA care. So like I said, Several years ago, the answer may have been no. Today, it could have changed because the criteria has changed. That's great. I know that Blue Water Act took a long time to go through Congress, but it is making differences. Oh, oh, oh it has. It has. 
Now, the next thing we want to talk about is copay. Now, when we talk about copay, we need to fill out the DD form 1010EZR. You can download the form. It's called a 1010EZR. You can download it, fill out, and send it to us, and we can tell you financially if you're eligible for care. However, most likely my clerk will call you because there's some couple, there's a couple of follow-on questions. For example, did you pay out of pocket for medical care? To include, if you get Social Security, we need to take the Medicare part out. And a lot of people don't remember to deduct that part. If your spouse receives medical care and they're paying out of pocket, we need to deduct that part also. So there are some deductions that we need to take out, you know, to see if you're eligible. And this is based on income, not assets, correct? That's based on gross total household income. And the key thing there, Bill, is based on the income from the veteran and the spouse, not just the veteran. So it's the household, gross household income for both parties. I had a situation with a 92-year-old Navy vet that I brought in to enroll. And unfortunately, he had taken $50,000 out of his IRA to give his grandson money to buy a house. And that just killed him for that year. Oh, it does. Now, one other thing, Bill, that we want to remember, just because we do have a, some veterans who are getting, getting a little bit older, we do have something called a catastrophic disability. And what that means, if we have an older vets, and some of our older vets are suffering some health issues like dementia and so forth. So if we have some veterans that fall into those critical catastrophic health issues, they may be eligible for care. And for that one, we have to do something called a catastrophic uh, disability application. And my staff here at James A. Haley, they can help the veteran uh, fill out the documentation. And it's reviewed by a medical professional here. And if it's deemed that they fit that criteria, criteria of catastrophic, they will be eligible for VA health care. And again, income is not an issue at that point. So that's why I kept saying, sometimes we need to look past the income part. And we need to look at the veteran and the veteran's health and how they're doing at this moment. Well, it's exciting to talk to you because every time I do, I learn something. <laughs> hey, no problem. Now, one thing I do want to cover is make sure that everyone still understands the copay rates. Now, remember, if you are copay required, and well, let me take a step back, Bill. We talked about this one before. Every veteran should know their priority group. We have one through eight. It's important that every veteran knows what priority group they're in because it will determine the copay requirements for that veteran. Now, I'm not going to go through each one because there's a number of them, but if you are copay required for primary care, it will be a $15 copay. If it's specialty care, if you come to see our podiatrist, cardiologist, any specialty care, it's going to be $50. Now, our medication copay, if you're, if you're copay required for medications, it's going to be $5, $8, or $11. And again, that's all based on the priority group, based on your income and based on uh, your service connection. Because if you're service connected for uh, injury or illness, you will not pay for that medication. And a lot of times the veterans do not know that part. So, you know, we really need to explain to the veteran what they're eligible for and what their copay requirements are gonna be. It's important that people spend a little time themselves learning these things and seeing what their, well, primary group, what is their priority group? A good share of the people uh, go to the VA, couldn't tell you. And they really should know that because if you're going for urgent care or something like that, you may need to know it. 
And that's a good point. As you mentioned, Bill, urgent care. Now, everyone knows about the Mission Act and urgent care where you can go to a urgent care facility if it's approved by the VA. Now, if you're in priority group one through five, your first three visits at that urgent care facility, there's no cost, zero cost. Past that three visits, you'll pay $30 per visit for that calendar year. So priority group one through five, your first three visits for the calendar year, zero. If you're in priority group six through eight, you're going to be paying a $30 copay. However, if you have a service connection, you will not pay that $30. So it's important that the veteran understand the priority group that they're in because it's going to affect their copay. It's going to affect their community urgent care copay and their medications. Thomas, we're running out of time. Is there one last thing that you'd like to share? The one thing I want to share is, is again, I want to reiterate that number. A veteran has a question about enrollment eligibility. I want them to call our number, 813-972-2000, extension 1710. I would rather you call, ask a question, and get the uh, right answer from our staff. Thomas, thank you so much. My guest today has been Thomas Hines. Thomas is my go-to expert on eligibility and questions of that nature. He is a super guy up at James A. Haley. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being with us. You're unique, you're special, and you're great. Tell yourselves so often because you are, you know, and we'll see you on the next Veterans Corner Radio. You've been listening to Veterans Corner with your host, Air Force veteran Bill Hodges. The views expressed on this program are those of Bill and his guests and are opinions based on the best available information. In matters of law or governmental regulation, it will always be best to check with the appropriate agency. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us for the next Veterans Corner. Here's a quick final thought. If you're enjoying these podcasts, why not take a minute to subscribe or mark Veterans Corner Radio as a favorite? It's easy, and you'll be set to be among the first to find out when new podcasts are published. And thanks again for listening to Veterans Corner Radio.